0: This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com donate. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikumussalam wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillah wa alhamdulillahi wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. We always uh, commence by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send blessings and salutations upon all those who were sent in order to remove us from the darkness, bring us to the light, the greatest being Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, thereafter his household, his companions, and every one of us. May Allah bless us and our offspring, those who come right up to the end. My brothers, my sisters, it is an honor to be your brother. And I must commence with something very, very important. I walked in, I sat down, and I heard one after the other. Each speaker who came here was praising me. Did you hear that? I think it's unfair. (laughs) To be very honest with you, as much as I appreciate it, I want to warn you about something. To raise a man to a level of almost infallibility is a crime. I promise you I'm a human. I have flaws, I have weaknesses, I have mistakes, I'm not perfect. To hear people one after the other pretend, well, they might be saying it with a you know with a good intention, they mean it. But for me, sitting there, not only is it not comfortable, but as a leader, I disagree, I disagree. One of the problems of the ummah is when we raise a man amongst us higher than his level. If I say something, wallahi its value is only connected to how correct the statement is and not just because I said it. Remember that. But when you raise someone too high, even their mistakes become something you think is correct. That's where we fail. So I would be failing in my duty as a leader or as a person whom people look up to if I were to not, you know, clip the wings a little bit and tell you guys, listen guys, perhaps nearly all of you are better than me, if not all of you. May Allah bless you all. Amen. So that is a lesson because disunity is caused by men and women. Sometimes... Who say things you and I know are wrong. But because we've propelled them into a position of infallibility, we just blindly follow their mistakes. And we know it's wrong. May Allah make it easy for us. When we want to bring people together, we need to at times correct people like myself. When I'm going wrong, and I do go wrong, and I have to go wrong because I'm a human being. I will make mistakes, and I do make mistakes, and I must make mistakes because I'm a human being. I expect you, if you really love me, to tap me on my shoulder and say, Brother, I think you were wrong. I will love you in return. My father taught me from a young age, son, those who love you the most are those who quietly correct you. Love them back. You will never excel, my brothers and sisters, no matter who you are, you will never excel if you don't love those who correct you. When you are saying one plus one is five, and someone says, no, it is two, if you get upset, and you get angry, and you get sad, and you don't like it, you will never have the right answer. You follow? So... This is something that I always feel, my brothers, my beloved brothers and sisters, you know, perhaps, and brother Muhammad, whom I've had the good fortune of spending some time with, during my lovely stay in the pearl of Africa, that is in the pearl of Africa, that will become the pearl of peace, inshallah. I'm telling you that he says it was very good company. And I'm telling you, brother, yes, your company was excellent. Subhanallah. May Allah bless you. And all of those. The reason is, it's the heart. Don't be mistaken. If your heart is sincere on both sides, there is nothing that is too big to resolve. You know, I am a counsellor for the last 20 years. Sheikh Shaban is absolutely correct. I know him for 20 years. I've known him for 20 years. I might look young, but my children are married. Subhanallah. So I'm honest. Yes, Allah. <laughs> Some of them, at least. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> May Allah bless you all. I promise you, when we have an issue between husband and wife, there is only one, one condition you need to solve the problem a genuine heart. That's it. If you are sincere and both of you want to solve the problem, it will be solved. If both of them, you read, speaking about Arabic, we have Dr. Ibrahim here, mashallah. I will give his example because I know his Arabic is very, very powerful, mashallah. May Allah bless you. If both of them want to solve the problem, you, Allah will grant you the acceptance to solve the matter in marriage. Subhanallah, you need a heart. I tell people it's not a war between husband and wife or ex-husband and ex-wife to try and prove who is or was right or wrong. No, it has to do with whether you want to solve the problem or not. If you want it, there is always a solution. By the help of Allah, you need a good heart on both sides. All our issues that are not resolved It's because one of the two or both Are not sincere enough Your ego comes in the way Your pride comes in the way Your position comes in the way Your, your, your heart that may be contaminated Comes in the way But we have one gift that Allah has blessed us with You know what that is? We can blame someone besides us Who is that? You, some of you were present last night Am I right? That's why you know the answer Imagine if I swore you and I just had to solve the problem by hugging you and saying, Brother, sorry, it was shaytan. And brother will say, Yes, it was shaytan I love you, my brother. Khalas. What happened? Allah gave us a way out. Just blame Shaytan. Everything blame shaytan. The problem is in Ramadan we hear that shaytan is tied. Then what? <laughs> then what? Then you become a little devil inside. We need to resolve that matter. My beloved brothers and sisters, cut out your egos. We are not as big as people think we are. We are just human beings. Bring yourself to ground level. I enjoy washing my own clothes, ironing my own clothes. I enjoy doing my own things, packing my own bags. Polishing my own shoes. And I always ask those who are traveling with me, please give me your clothes. I will wash them. I will iron them. I will do this. I will do that. Because I know that is how we will become endeared to others. (laughs) Wallahi, if you watch me when I travel, I don't even allow people to pull my bag. The first one was Sheikh Ramadan Mughal. Because he, not only did he insist, but subhanallah, I felt that I'm going to walk out with all the cameras there, and I'm going to be holding bags. It's not going to look nice on the Ugandans, you know, subhanallah. Let me give Sheikh Ramadan the bag. Otherwise, I hold the bag. You know what is the excuse I make? It's a, it's a roller with four wheels. I say, this is like a, 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 a uh, walking stick that has wheels. In case I slip, at least I have something to hold on. They look at me and say, yes, yes, they don't know. That was just an excuse. So that I don't have to give you the bag. Because I know, yes, our sheikhs, our leaders, our scholars, we will carry the shoes for them, we will make sure that we facilitate for them. But nowadays on earth, that breeds a lot of arrogance. I know people who are scholars, who are the most arrogant people I've ever met in this world. And the the problem is, we, the public, have caused that issue by raising them above and they began to feel I'm a big man. You are a big man, but you are just a human, just like me. Wallahi, I'm talking about myself before anyone else. We respect our scholars. We offer them the most that we can. But we need to know, don't be the root cause of a problem. Because egos come in the way. Because you have caused pride when someone starts feeling big. If someone didn't open my door, the door of my car, I get upset and angry because you know what? I'm accustomed to it. Who made me accustomed to it? The public or the others. May Allah bless you. The Prophet Wasallam used to help by milking the goats. He used to help by assisting in the homes. No husband is too big to be able to go back home and help and assist because the best of creation helps. My sisters, that is not a green light to go home and tell your husbands, did you hear what happened? You must go and cook now, Subhanallah. May Allah bless you all. May Allah grant us ease and goodness. Okay, let's get to our, our point. خير I, I hope that I don't, you know, take too much of your time. My brothers and sisters at the back there, I don't even know if you can see, so I apologize to you that, and even down here, I apologize to you because you have to listen to someone from the back. It's okay, the message will be stronger because you can concentrate. I tell you what, I want to quickly let you know that every one of you is loved by Allah, no matter what your struggles are. You are loved by Allah. If Allah didn't love you, He wouldn't have made you in the first place. But it's up to you to realize that love of Allah by getting closer to Allah. You want to feel the love of Allah, you need to try to get closer to Allah. That's when you will feel the love. Allah loves you, He made you. But sometimes you disconnect from Allah. And I want to prove to you what I'm saying. The Prophet Wasallam tells us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَنْ أَتَانِي يَمْشِي harwala. It's a hadith of the Prophet. ﷺ. Whoever comes to me walking, I come to him rushing. Another narration proves that whoever turns back to Allah in repentance, Allah becomes so happy. Subhanallah, if someone from amongst us were to apologize to the other, perhaps that person may not accept the apology. Allah says, There is no chance that I will not accept. Repentance, if it's done properly, if you truly regret and you truly ask Allah and you truly want to change and you truly want to turn back to your maker in a good way, Allah becomes so happy. One time the magicians at the time of the Pharaoh had prostrated a single prostration. One single prostration. Allah wiped out all the bad they've done before. And Allah gave them Jannatul Firdaus having been executed by the Pharaoh. I ask you a question. How many prostrations have you done for the sake of Allah? Isn't it more than one? Don't you have hope in the mercy of this loving, loving creator? He loves so much that his mercy that he has sent down onto earth is only one out of 100 portions of mercy, according to one of the narrations. That love, that mercy, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will only feel the love when you want to feel it. The greater your challenges, the greater the love. I have a habit and alhamdulillah I've developed it and I'm sharing it with you because it is taken straight from the teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa I ask you a question. Who is the nourisher, the cherisher, the sustainer, the provider, the protector, the curer, the one in whose hands lies every aspect or control of every aspect of existence? Who is he? So when things don't go your way, It means they went his way anyway. So thank him twice. If something happens your way, say Alhamdulillah. Wallahi, when it does not happen your way, you must say Alhamdulillah two times. And you must sleep at night without even batting an eyelid. No issue. So what if you lost? So, what if things became negative? In the eyes of Allah, there is never, ever a negative. Never, ever. It's impossible. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says the true believer can never have a bad situation. Amazing are his affairs. Every single situation is always only good for a believer. You miss a plane, thank Allah, smile. Something goes wrong, in a massive way, you lost cryptocurrency, no problem. Thank Allah. By the way, today, Bitcoin cracked 11,000 dollars. Are you aware of it? I see you're not into Bitcoin. MashaAllah. Ugandans, alhamdulillah. Deal with the real gold and silver. Don't worry about cryptocurrency. But for those who want to know, a lot of people lost a lot of money with cryptocurrency. Can I tell you what? It's bouncing back. Please don't go and invest and then come and blame me when you lose your money again. But I'm telling you, it's bouncing back in a bigger way than the first time. My brothers and sisters, the only point I'm raising is Allah knows what He's doing. He will test you. A day will be for you and a day against you every condition. Just thank your maker. You will feel the love. I told you Allah loves you. Every one of you. No matter how challenging your life is. No matter how distant you think you are from Allah. He still loves you. He's waiting for you. Remember that. And come back to Allah. Come back to Allah. Remember your struggles are unique to you. When I talk, when I preach, when anyone else preaches, when anyone reminds you, when they look at you, when they judge you, it's only because they are saying things without knowing your exact condition. Your condition is known by none other than you and Allah. Your condition is known by none other than you and Allah. So don't let the words of others make you despondent. Don't let the words of others make you turn back from Allah. You need to do two things. Number one, keep building. Don't go backwards. It's called Al-Intikasa. Or it's called al ba'd al You know, when a person has achieved something, they are getting closer to Allah, and suddenly they go backwards. That's not safe. How would you like a cut in your salary? We don't want it, right? You were getting 5,000 a month, and now suddenly the boss comes and says, from next month you're getting 1,000. You're going to say, here's my resignation. Why? You can't take it. It's going backwards. So if you're going backwards in your relationship with Allah, it should be worse. You were doing four salah instead of going to five you went to three that's not a good idea your duty is to inch forward that is my message to you work hard on yourself my brothers and sisters you are VIPs. Wouldn't we like to be VIPs in the hereafter? What's the point of being a VIP in this world? Everyone says, I'm very important. They praise you. They, they they have good words to say. But the malaika, they don't even know you because there's nothing good coming from you. How many people are famous on earth? But no one knows them in the heavens. How many people are famous on earth? No one knows them in the heavens. There are no good deeds going up every day. And how many are not known on earth? But wallahi, the angels take up their good deeds in such large amounts that they are famous. <laughs> Yunus, the prophet Jonah, may peace be on him. Allah says in the Qur'an, had he not been from among those who praised Allah in tasbih, every day he would have remained in the belly of that fish until the end of time. Do you know what some of the mufassireen say? They say when he called out to Allah from the darkness of the ocean, inside the darkness of the belly of the fish. His voice was recognized by the angels who said, O oh Allah, that slave of yours who praises you every day with such a beautiful voice, the same voice today is calling out to you from a different place altogether. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him. That's why Allah says, had he not been from among those who praise." Perhaps he might have lasted there a long time. If you get close to your Maker during your days of ease, Allah blessed you with wealth. When you use your wealth while you have it, the day you don't have it, you're still a VIP. You have a position today, no matter what your position is. We are a few, maybe perhaps more than a thousand here tonight. Each one of you has a position. You have a responsibility. Do a good job. Do a blessed job. You will be loved by the people and that is a sign of the love of Allah. You will be loved. Do a good job. Watch how you treat people. We are taught, I am taught, and I'm sure all of us should know, you know when you want to know someone, you want to know their character, look at how they treat the lowest person that interacts with them. When I say the lowest in terms of dunya, in terms of the world, the world considers the cleaner of the street, a very low job. But when you see a VIP greeting a man who's cleaning the street, that man has character and conduct. Do you think the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, would greet a man on the street? Do you think those cleaning your rooms and your houses and your shoes and doing all those things, the Prophet Muhammad would he greet them, smile at them? The answer is, obviously he would. Why don't you? Why don't I? Why don't we pay our workers on time? Why don't we give them good salaries? Why don't we acknowledge them? This is how we build bridges, my brothers and sisters. (laughs) Acknowledging the weakest of the lot is what makes you the best of the lot. When you can give time of the day, I met a young boy. Let me tell you the story, it's important. I have a little card. That card allows me access to first class lounges in some airports because of my travels. So I was sitting in a, a top lounge and I was sitting with my family and suddenly, you know what happens? Some family walks in and there was a young boy who looked and he says, ah, that's the sheikh, you know? So he tells his father, can I go and talk to him? The father was like, mm, you know, the man is with his family, they're busy eating. And I looked and I got up and I greeted this boy because you know And I greeted the family. And he said, "Can I, can I sit with you? Now, it's not easy. My brothers and sisters, you're with your family, you're eating, two things you don't want. You don't want photos while you're eating. You know, people think the sheikhs, they like to eat and eat and eat. You know why? Every time you see a photo of the sheikhs, they, they are with food. Subhanallah. <laughs> Especially if you come to the pearl and you see the type of food he was feeding us, he, I, it was embarrassing. Today I could tell one of the brothers, I think it was this brother here. Did I not say to you, don't take a picture while we're eating? Was it you? It was you. See? I said, don't take a picture while we're eating for this reason. Tzakallah, 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 sorry. I'm actually, uh, I don't know why I'm sweating. I think coming from Zimbabwe, it was actually 8 degrees, 7 degrees, 9 degrees, and I'm coming here. What's the weather here? It's quite warm. That's why perhaps I'm sweating a little bit, but it's okay. Uh, So my brothers and sisters, the point being raised is it's not easy. Two times you don't want to, meaning two things you don't want. One is... I'm with my family. You can't have an intruder come in and say, Can I sit with you guys? Hey, that's my family. Come on. It's my family time. Subhanallah. By the way, this weekend was a weekend for my family. Do you know that? And we had changed the program here, and I decided to give it to you. Because you know why? You've become my family. Mashallah. MashaAllah. Mashallah. My brothers and sisters, so... I saw the young boy, and in his eyes, I saw the love. You know, I can see, I said, I can't, I can't. You know, I was taught, when you meet someone, you only have 30 seconds to prove who you are. Did you hear what I said? When you meet someone, you have 30 seconds to prove you are. Point number one, look them in the eye. Point number two, smile at them. Point number three, say a good word. Number four, walk away. (laughs) They will never forget your goodness, wallahi. Make them feel very important in 30 seconds, and then you go away. It's your 30 seconds to prove yourself. Please remember what I'm saying. Wallahi, it's not a joke. You want to be a leader, to be successful, to be looked up to, give people importance. No matter who they are. Even if they are cleaning, you just greet them. How are you brother? You're, sometimes they'll think you're crazy because people don't do that anymore. No problem. It's crazy people who have built the world. Didn't they call Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam crazy? He wasn't. But with you and I, we don't even do things for people to even think that we belong to any form of position. May Allah forgive us. Let me, let me continue. So the young boy sat with me for a while. I took a table, a separate table. I sat with him. We ordered some food. Obviously, he sat, he sat with me for about 20-30 minutes. And then he told me, I want to tell you something. Please don't change. I said, what do you mean don't change? He said, you know, I come from a wealthy family. And boy, he's telling me he's... Probably 11, 12 years old, maybe early teens. Come from a wealthy family. We used to follow this certain pop star, a certain famous pop star in the world, in America. And he says, we used to pay money, money, in order to attend the concerts and in order to sit right in the front. Apparently, if you want to sit in the front, you pay a big amount of money when it comes to concerts. And then there are some where you will meet the person. And he says, you know, just because of the color of my skin, The day when we paid to actually shake hands, this man came, this person came, and he shook hands with all the people who had paid to achieve that handshake. And he missed me out. And he actually went to the next person and the next and the next. So he says, I was depressed. I was sad. I was suicidal because we spent money, the family and all of us. And I was the one, the main guy following this person. And you know what? He missed the hand. And after that, my mother gave me a CD. You know, that time there were CDs. Now the CDs are obviously becoming a little bit out of fashion. But... CD on sobble. It was just a lecture by you. He says I heard one lecture. I started searching I found I heard another one a third one a fourth one and I've been following you for the last six months and my I'm such a happy person and today I was shocked to see you sitting here and now that I sat with you you are better than the person I thought you were. And he says to me don't change. Now he can say what he wants. For me, in the eyes of Allah, I'm still a normal person. I have, I, I have to also control my temper. I have to watch my words. I stopped using so many bad words that I might... Ma- when I say bad words, not really bad, but so many negative words that we used to use. You don't need to use them. You know, you call a person an idiot. That idiot. You don't need to say an idiot. You can say that person. Why do you use such a cheap word? It says more about you than it says about them. When you say that guy is a monkey and that guy is a donkey, They're not monkeys and donkeys. If they were monkeys and donkeys, you look just like them. (laughs) So you don't need to use cheap words because it doesn't help you. It really won't help you. Anyway, so the young boy says, Now I've realized that I've met someone who's actually given me time of the day for free. And I said, You know what, son? Let me tell you, he didn't shake your hand because Allah loves you. Did you hear that? Because Allah wanted you to change your life. I mean, you could have, if he shook your hand, were were, were we going to meet here today? No. So he didn't, sometimes Allah lets certain negatives happen according to you in your life to bring you to him because he loves you. Subhanallah. So that's point number one, develop your relationship with Allah in your unique issues. Some of you might have lost loved ones, might have lost money, might have lost anything. You might be struggling with your health, with your relationships. Don't worry, keep on inching forward, keep on calling out to Allah. Miracles do happen, miracles do happen. I would never have believed I'm going to stand here in front of you talking to you so soon. Subhanallah, and it happened. I would love to come back every year, but unfortunately, there are so many places to go. I think with the food I've eaten, subhanallah, when I go home, they're going to tell me, no more Uganda. You've gained so much weight, now what are we going to do? Subhanallah. But anyway, that's a good sign. I think that's a good sign. The second and last point I want to raise. Please reach out to those in need, and Allah will reach out to you. Help people. Help them in every way. Today we heard about the activities being done. I guarantee you, every one of you is doing good work. Every one of you is doing good work. Even if it is a little bit, you are doing good. Increase the good work. That's what I want to say. Increase it. Keep reaching out to people. Even if it is just with your expression. Even if it is with any goodness. Keep reaching out. Keep helping. Keep assisting. No matter who you are, how old you are, help people. You will find Allah help people, serve people, you will find Allah. Go and visit the sick, pray for them, you will find Allah. There is a hadith that speaks about it. On the Day of Judgment, a person will be told by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I was sick and you didn't visit me. And the man will say, but you are Rabbul Alameen, how could you have been sick? He says, didn't you hear of such and such a slave of mine who was sick and ill? Had you visited him, you would have found me. Found me, meaning, it would have drawn you closer to Allah. How many of us care for the widows and the orphans? How many of us care for those in need? If we do, let's increase it, inshallah. Let's increase it. One more point has come to my mind. Because we are talking of building bridges, maybe I will mention this tomorrow, but let me say to you, my brothers and sisters, don't talk bad about others. Closed. If you want to say something, say good or keep quiet. Man yu'minu bi'llahi فَلْيَقُلْ Whoever believes truly in Allah and is worried about the Day of Judgment will only utter that, or should only utter that, which is beneficial or remain silent. That is an instruction of Muhammad ibn Abdullah al Hashimi al Qurashi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Don't talk bad about others. Say good words. Speak good. Look for the good in people. You say good about them. Say good about them. Sometimes, as an amana, you might want to tell someone under certain circumstances look, just be careful. Use respectful words to express your concern. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. You want to build a bridge, watch your tongue. Say good things about others. Imagine a mother-in-law talking good about her daughter-in-law and vice versa. Subhanallah, there will be a new Uganda. Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. I hope you have actually taken a little bit of my, my, my light statements lightly, inshallah. أقول قولي هذا وصلى الله وسلّم على نبينا محمد وسلاّم عليكم رحمه الله.